The story behind the story. In faith, culture, news, and entertainment. This is this is Billy Hallowell. Welcome to the Billy Hallowell Podcast. I am here today to talk about this issue of desire. We all want things in our lives, right? There's things that we really want for ourselves. It might be work-related. It might be um, a new computer. I don't know. It could be a plan to go somewhere, a vacation. We have tons of desires. And it's really interesting because sometimes we have desires for things we know aren't good for us. It might be food. It might be relationships. It might be a variety of things. And so... Each of us is filled with desire. We have this natural human reaction to the world around us. It fuels our goals, our aspirations, our wants. And the Bible, though, makes it really clear that unrestrained desire, and that would be any desire that is not based on Christ, is not only fruitless, but it's potentially dangerous to us. And it might lead us where we're not supposed to be. So I wanted to focus a little bit today on Proverbs 19. Verse 2 reads, Desire without knowledge is not good. How much more will hasty feet miss the way? It's this notion of needing to have knowledge. We can have desire all day long. We all have it. But what is knowledge? And we've talked in the podcast before about the fact that knowledge comes from God. And a lot of us, we're deeply motivated. We want to reach our goals, our aspirations. But unfortunately, we sometimes lack knowledge. We allow our emotions to drive where we end up We sometimes forget to even ask God, hey, where do you want me? Is this something you want for my life? We don't pray about it. We don't think about it. We just do it. We just go after it. We don't even think about the ramifications of it. And so that's what that means. Desire without knowledge is not good. Proverbs 19.2 tells us that flat out. And this notion of, you know, rather than asking for guidance, just plowing through the chaos of life on our own, hoping we reach whatever final destination it is we want to reach, we, again, we don't really know. Is this where God would want us? Is this the final point where God will want us to end up? So the question is, how do we live with a bit more certainty? And again, this comes down to wisdom and knowledge. It needs to be rooted in God. I fell at this all the time. This is me not preaching to the choir. I'm part of the choir that I'm speaking to. Uh, This potential for chaos that we might, listen, and maybe chaos won't rage. Maybe you go and you do whatever you want to do and you end up where you want to be. But the point is, there maybe a better plan that we're missing. We might not be asking the right questions, taking the right actions, and we might be missing some boats that would really fulfill us, that would allow us to live the life that God wants us to live. It might be a job where we're going to be used to reach people that we've avoided by making other decisions and not really focusing on what God's God wants for our lives. It might be relationships that are missed. You know, we can find all the success on earth that we want to find, but what is the point in indulging in temporary bliss that isn't actually part of the plan for our most fulfilled and God-driven lives. It's just, it's pointless. Why are we engaging in pointless things when we could actually be doing the things that God wants us to do? And so I wanted to read Proverbs 19.8. Solomon writes, the one who gets wisdom loves life. The one who cherishes understanding will soon prosper. Where do we get that understanding? We get it from God. So the translation here is our plans are fruitless without the right guidance. And we get that guidance by reading the scriptures, by praying to God and asking him by talking
looking to others who God has put in our path to help us. And we all have plans, right? And sometimes, though, it's like embarking on a destination that you've never been to before without a GPS. We just are constantly doing that. I know I am, at least. And Proverbs 19.21 tells us, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. So in the end, what really matters? God's purpose matters. Yes, we matter. Yes, God loves us, but he has the best plan for us. We have to try to figure out what that is by engaging and talking to him and interacting with his word. So it all begins there, right? I know, again, I'm guilty of this all the time. It's not wise. I attempt to sort of do my own thing, and then I attempt to maybe pull God in at some point when I feel like it's convenient for me to do so instead of starting with God at the forefront of anything I'm going to be doing in my life. And I want to just read one other verse here. The fear of the Lord leads to life then one rests content, untouched by trouble. That's another important verse for us to remember, that we can rest in knowing that what we are doing when we've done the right thing is in line with what God wants for us. Proverbs 19, verse 20, listen to advice and accept discipline, and at the end you will be counted among the wise. Let's talk to the people around us. Let's engage with those who have come before us, who have gone through the things that maybe we're facing. It might be parents or friends or people God has put in our path. Let's start with God and focus there, and let's maybe listen to people who have good advice for the plans that we might want to embark on. And there's lots of other good stuff in Proverbs 19. I'd encourage you to check it out. Um, there's some stuff about disciplining kids, and you know that it's sort of interesting because in in following God and asking Him what His plan is for our life, that's a form of putting our trust, obviously, in Him. And there's discipline. It's a good discipline to do that. And I found it really interesting that Proverbs 19 encourages us to also put our kids on the right path, just like God is doing with us, to educate them, to discipline them, to bring them hope by telling them the truth and bringing that truth to them. So listen, if you want more encouragement, you can go over to my blog, billyhollowell.com. You can subscribe to my podcast here that you're listening to, the Billy Hollowell podcast. Also be sure to go over to the Pure Flix Insider blog at insider.pureflix.com. Tune in tomorrow for another episode of the Billy Hollowell podcast. Thanks for listening to the Billy Hallowell Podcast. Visit Billy on Facebook or Twitter at Billy Hallowell for more on faith, culture, entertainment, and plenty more. Welcome to the Billy Hollowell Podcast. Today I am talking about fixing ourselves. When we realize that we've gone off path, that we're no longer following what God wants for our lives, how do we get ourselves back on path? And it's interesting, you know, God's given us free will. That's the ability to decide for ourselves how we want to live, what we want to say, how we choose to interact with the people and the things around us. Unfortunately, free will comes at a cost. You know, we've been given this ability to choose how we want to live, but we've also been given, and this is the fortunate part, a blueprint to discern, you know, what God's plan is for our lives. Where should we be? What should we be saying? How should we be interacting with people around us? This is a roadmap, and I'm talking about the Bible. It's this timeless book that explains the ins and the outs of how human beings are meant to live. Now, some of us choose to follow this, and I talked about this the other day um, in another devotional and on my podcast. We choose to follow the GPS that God lays out for us to the best of our abilities. Some of us, though, choose to ignore it. And even those of us who try really hard to follow the Bible and to do the right thing and to listen to God's voice, we end up sometimes finding ourselves in a precarious or difficult position. Maybe we've briefly forgotten what matters and we 
we've drifted off. And so we have to remember, again, with free will, there comes this ability to make the wrong decision. And I wanted to just point out Proverbs 20, verse 24. It sort of summarizes this phenomenon, and it's really stirring. It says, A person's steps are directed by the Lord. How then can anyone understand their own way? It's this rhetorical question. You know, how can we understand our own way of doing things? You know, we we live in this relativistic culture where we assume everything is okay, and so many of us have sort of lost the moral compass that has guided this country and the people living in it for so long. And in losing that, we lose that pathway sometimes. And I think it's important for us to think about that. How can we trust our own way? Why do we we want to embark on a windy, windy path without a baseline? And the answer is we shouldn't want to, but so many of us do it. And unfortunately, life is complicated and we get stuck in the weeds, some of us. We wonder, you know, how do we get out? How do we find our way back to God? And I have to tell you that what I've learned is there's always a way back. There always is, no matter what. And maybe you're struggling right now. Maybe you're realizing that you're not where you want to be in your relationship with God or in your life, in your career path. Uh, you know, gosh, you can get on the line. There's so many different areas we can get off path. Now, you have to remember, again, we can always get back to God. I think there's just a few simple steps. We stop, we pause, we pray, and we open our Bibles, and we read, and we learn. That's how we get ourselves back on path. I've got to mention something that actress Candace Cameron Bure told me last year. I had her on my podcast. We were talking about prayer, and specifically, we were talking about what happens when people criticize prayer. You know, after a school shooting or after a horrible event, they'll say, enough of your thoughts and prayers. We've had enough. And we were just talking about that dynamic of respecting prayer and understanding action. And she said something that I want to share because I think this is the starting point for all of us individually to get back on track. It says, she said, if you don't start with prayer, there's no power behind it because God's the power. God can do anything, change anything, change hearts. It's the heart of all of us that need to be changed and that's where God needs to get in. You can hear what else she said on my podcast if you go to billyhollowell.com. But you know, if you're feeling lost, if you're feeling like you don't know where to go, don't rely on your own heart. Look to God. Look to prayer. Prayer matters. It has the ability to recenter us, to bring us back to God, and to really guide us to the place that we want to be and that we want to be where God wants us to be. And that's why this is so important. It is a daily struggle, but we can win if we have God on our side. And I want to also mention that Proverbs 20 offers up another powerful reminder about not letting vices control us. And it brings up wine and, you know, alcohol, but I don't, I don't think that's the the issue is more of not drinking at all, but not being controlled by something. And so verse one, Proverbs 20, verse one, one reads, wine is a mocker and beer a brawler. Whoever is led astray by them is not wise. And then verse five says, the purposes of a person's heart are deep waters, but one who has insight draws them out. So we've got to draw that out. We've got to turn to God to find the strength, to draw that strength out of ourselves. We can find our purpose in God. We should find our purpose in God. And if you're looking for more encouragement, be sure sure to go over to the Billy Hollowell podcast at anchor.fm slash Billy Hollowell. You can subscribe. It's on iTunes. It's all over the place. You can also go over to the PureFlix Insider blog at insider.pureflix.com for more uplifting content. I'll see you next time on another episode of the Billy Hollowell podcast.